Welcome to the first episode of the Three Asians podcast featuring our guest. Yo. (laughs) Sorry, he's new to this. (laughs) Yo, what's up? Uh, Ben. Friends with uh, Joe and Vinny from middle school. Vinny from high school, you know, Uh, out here in San Diego, sheltering in place. That's about it. Oh, yeah, we did not use that term in the previous pod, shelter in place. Yeah, we kept using quarantines. I think well, shelter in place is probably what's specifically happening in California, too. Right, right. Yeah, I'm uh, essentially not supposed to leave my house. It's great. Finding some uh, yeah, alternative ways to keep myself entertained, such as doing a podcast. Yeah, we had no excuse. We said, Ben, we need you to do this. If you say no. <laughs> You must hate us. Yeah, you're not our friend anymore. <laughs> wow, good thing uh, I showed up, huh? Yeah, I feel like the other option for like doing a, uh, like when you're doing nothing during these like shelter-in-place quarantine times is everyone's been making TikToks. Dude, I don't really understand that. Yeah, like I, I've, like Matisse, my oh, man God. Matisse. His are pretty good. Yeah, well. I don't know. I, I'm not really into the whole social media thing very much, so I don't have that presence. Okay. Mm. So you're like JJ Reddick before he got back on Instagram and Twitter, which was like in the past week or something. I don't know. Um, but Ben, and I, I get it, man. Not everybody has to be on social media. This is probably a healthy time to be off of it, to be honest. At the same time, I'm incredibly bored without it. Um, <laughs> I'm more of like a lurking type of person where i just follow people but i don't post anything about myself you know yeah for example right yeah. now Vinny and i both have our cameras on for our skype call and ben doesn't <laughs> so he's just essentially lurking on this call oh too. shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm back there he is. oh thank god he's all right he's no longer lurking people uh but um, folks, I just want to give a quick excerpt where, you know, whenever I think of Ben and you know, how, how long we've been friends for, um, back before Joe actually moved to Japan, we all decided to have one big, you know, last hangout. And uh, I think everyone was either bringing their own food or something like that. But I have this like great photo of Ben just like laying on his stomach, eating rice with chopsticks. And uh, <laughs> it's like ingrained in my memory. You know what I mean? Ben just in his purest form, eating delicious food, hanging out at Joe's place. It's good times, man. It's good times. I think that's my first ever Facebook profile picture. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's a profile picture. Wow. Actually, I want to check this right now. Yeah, I want to see if it's, still, if it's still on there. I mean. Go back to the records. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's really good to have Ben on because I think Vinny and I have been talking about this and about Ben for the longest time. <laughs> and so it's been, it's been fun. Um, and I'm really excited to see how this pod goes. I, I trust in Ben's ability to carry a conversation, to be sociable and funny. Wow. So I'm excited. Yeah. A lot of responsibility there, huh? Definitely is, Ben. Definitely is. Um, what I wanted to... We're, we're making history first off. This may potentially be our first back-to-bad podcast. <laughs> oh, we're going to be releasing <laughs> an episode prior to this. And now we have Ben coming on as our first inaugural guest. So we're going to be working things out. Maybe getting into a routine of some questions we like to ask a lot of our guests. But if I can kick it off while uh, Joe and I are actually looking up this profile picture, which if I just... Dude, I found it. I found it. 
Dude, I saved it already, dude. I'm going to use it as a promo <laughs> for our newest pod. All right, sounds With good. your permission, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Dude, look at how adorable he is. Oh, my God. Okay, first. Oh, that's a great. There it is. It's man. got a basketball in there, too. I just want to point that oh, out. It's a football. It's a football. Oh, shit. Oh, it's a football. And we're <laughs> having some Xbox. <laughs> this is so cute. Oh, my God. Yo, it is pretty adorable, though. Well, we is. will preface this by saying that also um, we've been talking about the myth, the legend, and we're obviously going to be hearing from him today on this podcast. But Ben is an absolute hooper. All right, <laughs> we were playing. We played multiple games, pick up all these summers. But as of late, Ben is. I can finally just admit it that he's the best of us. Um, he's the kind of player that the, the other random guys want to keep on the court after they they win or lose because the jumper is wet. Is that true, Ben? I mean, I haven't played in several weeks, but, you know, before my departure from the basketball court, you know, I'd say I'm a pretty good shooter. Oh, okay. But, but, but I can't really dribble the ball. That's that's the real downside. Hey, Clay Thompson doesn't dribble the ball. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have, you don't have to dribble the ball to be a great player, but, you know, it certainly does help, especially when everyone else on your team can't dribble the ball either. <laughs> <laughs> that happens when you're playing with a lot of Asian guys, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a confidence. It's a confidence issue. We can all dribble. We just, you know, are are said to forced to have believed that we can't. You know, just, that's that's what's been imposed on me. We, we we delve into that subject in episode one of the podcast. Yeah, right. Um, but what I will say, uh, Ben, just switching gears, man. We acknowledge you're a great basketball player. Um, can you tell us rice or noodles? Oh, what side are you on? Rice, hundred percent. Without a doubt, yeah. rice is by far the greatest food of all time. Ooh. Like, I, yeah, there's no way. I, if I don't eat rice for more than two days, I start feeling um, withdrawals. lethargic and withdrawals. Yeah, withdrawals. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like scratching bad. his arm. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. What kind, what kind of grain are we talking? What brand? Where, where um, so, I, I mean, I, I always go to like the Korean market, but. Uh, usually I get Nishiki, but this is a controversial issue in my family because Nishiki advertises that they're GMO free. And we as scientists in our family do not believe that GMO free should be something that you should be advertising. So my sister has already canceled Nishiki, even though she likes that rice because it advertises that it's GMO free. However, I think it's the best bang for your buck, so I still get it. I mean, they're they're better. There are like better, like rice varieties out there, but they're like twice as expensive, so it's like not worth it. This is like a true a Asian day, conversation but... here. The, a family of scientists split over GMO <laughs> rice, but Ben going for the bang for buck <laughs> price. Incredible. Right, right. We have reached like yeah. the peak of asian households here yeah like how asian is this conversation very triple a dude very very Asian. this is apex mountain baby like oh my god yeah i I want dude like you know i was was thinking about the other day uh do you guys have like a favorite like soy sauce brand as a result me rice or noodles this this conversation still can take place right um and because i've recently discovered like not discovered but there's a difference between like Maggie when it's made in like China versus like the Germany brand. And if you go to the stores, dude, for whatever reason, the made in Germany one, I need someone to explain this to me, is like exponentially more expensive 
than any of the other Maggies, even if they're like imitations or not, even though I think it originally is a European, and it probably did originate from Germany before it was ever made in China. Any, any flaming takes? It's probably also the most delicious, let me just put it that way, as well. Pie? As far as Wait. soy sauce. Maggie, oh. M-I-M-A-G-G-I. Have you had it? Do you know no, I have not. I have not. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've only had Kiko Man. Yeah, I'm a Kiko Man. I've I've had um, like Pearl River or something. That's not as good, in my opinion. And then there's like those white people. Sorry, white people slices. What's that? Like that's Kiko Man. No, no, no. Kiko Man is actually good. Yeah, dude, Kiko Man's good. It's approved. It's approved by most Asians here. Every restaurant, probably. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I think it's good. Oh, Ben, I love you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just serving out flaming hot takes. Dude, that's what you're here for, man. All right, all We're right. all here to tank our future careers as politicians. No, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so rice it is. Uh, I think Vinny, Vinny's a rice man. I'm a rice man. But I was, like, a little on the fence because jajangmyeon uh, is my favorite food, which is a noodle-based dish, so... But I think versatility wise, I pick rice every day. Right. Jajangmyeon's from China, right? It is. Yeah. But the it version is. I eat's not nearly what you eat, right? Uh, I think they're different, but yeah. I can't really pinpoint it. I don't think I've ordered jajangmyeon at like a Korean place before. So. Ooh. Now that's something that we must save for a live pod at some point. Mm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But anyways, um, I guess moving on to the next topic, Vinny, the NBA yeah. is currently suspended due to coronavirus. Thank you, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, we fleshed it out. Who was patient zero, which is Rudy Gobert. And um, now it's been about, I mean, when did they actually cancel the games, dude? Was that like actually, that's, that wasn't was that was two like weeks last ago? week, right? Yes. Yeah, was... Was two weeks ago? I don't know. I thought it was like last, not last week, but the week before that. So two weeks ago? It, doesn't, yeah. it really feels like it wasn't too crazy long ago. I'm going to just double check on that OKC. March 11th, uh, 10 days ago. All right. Okay. So you fall on that threshold of like about a week and a half. Yeah. But, yeah, man. I, I I was just talking to Joe yesterday about it. I expect you'll hear it on the other pod, man. My, I feel like I have this void. You know what I mean? And there, now that we have access to uh, NBA League Pass, like you can like preview or watch any game, like they're opening up the archive give us access to i haven't taken advantage of it yet but i'm getting to that point where i need to just watch some games right right um, so what, what are you doing without the nba and what are your thoughts of the nba suspending this season it's a uh, it's truly saddening i will say my uh, phone screensaver is the schedule of the sixers oh, and you loser and <laughs> Every time I open my phone, I just see how many games I've already missed, and it's it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, recently, instead of watching basketball, I've become addicted to video games. So there's that. No, I uh, I play Dota now. I don't know oh. if you've heard of it. Yeah, no, of course we've heard of it. <laughs> Look at us. Yeah. Do you see who we are? <laughs> so yeah, duh. I'm trying to break that addiction right now, so yeah. Maybe why, I'll maybe I'll hit up some league pass, but why yeah. would you try to break that addiction? 
it's in your blood. It's I think it uh, it just affects my overall sociability. You know, like you know when you just sit at home, play Dota for six seven hours. You know, I, I mean, I guess there really isn't that much else to do, but. You know, at the same time, maybe I could do something else, you know? It's a good point. There's a lot to do. <laughs> Cook some food. Yeah, that's that's exactly what me <laughs> and I were talking about in the last pod, is that we were like, I'm like trying to sit here and learn how to cook and be an adult. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, at some point, you know, that's got to happen. But for now, quarantined, might as well just play some video games, huh? Absolutely. Dude, certainly. I mean, I uh, I love the, the the wallpaper. Actually, I think I think you sh- you shared that with me. I, I probably have a couple of it saved on my phone too, of the uh, the Sixers season schedule. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, the Sixers uh, split. You know, they they almost swept the Boston Celtics. It was three <laughs> one. Yeah, I mean, look at the standings, buddy. Look at the standings. I mean, that's kind of expected, considering Boston's not really a good team anyway. So like. Like if we didn't sweep them, I feel like like the fact that we didn't sweep them is just a little disappointing to me. But you know, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah, it turns it turns out Ken Ben's Walker's banned from the pod. Team, Ben's banned from the pod. <laughs> I'm done. Like I don't want to be ganged up here. Look at the standings. We're ahead of you guys. We're better oh, than the Sixers you. won the last the last game of the NBA season, which crowns which by default makes them the champion. So <laughs> good, good point there, Benny. Good point. <laughs> all right well you, you, do you think the season's gonna come back is it you think it's done Ooh, for, like, the for thing is done? like gonna... people are saying that this virus is gonna come in two waves so everyone's gonna pretend like everything is normal but only a small population has been infected so then it's just gonna come back again but like potentially during that time where everything's back to normal we could see some more basketball I mean, I'm looking forward to that, but <laughs> yeah, because they're you saying like 18 months, right? 18 months before we have a vaccine. So I don't know if we're all just going to be holed up for 18 months, but that seems that's not good for the stock market. Yeah, yeah. Tell me and about also, it. I just want to give everyone, yeah, not good for the stock market. <laughs> ben, everything he says is way more uh, credible than anything we've talked about with the virus. So let's yes. Yeah. Uh, um, not I'm a like trained medical professional. Before, yeah. Just, just a biologist, not a trained medical professional. There's uh, a big difference point, there. Ben is, to Vinny and I, a trained medical professional. He is a doctor in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everything he tells you here on this pod is qualified, legal, and lawful medical advice. You've heard it from me first. My name is Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, I, I want the I season know. to come back. I want it. I want it back. I want to see, see see the Celtics and Jason Tatum holding it that the uh, the Larry O'Brien is Jason is Jason Tatum good? I've I've debated this with Ben. Uh, <laughs> no, like, this is not a debate. I mean, I must admit, Jason Tatum is better than Markel Fultz. We'll give him that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I, mean, I mean, I mean that's as far as I'm say willing Markel to go. Markel Fultz, dude, he's better than the whole Sixers squad. That's that's as that's as far as I'm willing to go. Jason Tatum is better than Mark Fultz. Oh my God! 
This is this is the like un- undeniably the worst podcast I've ever I've ever been a part of. Ugh. Well, I have this bad sour taste in my mouth from you know trying to talk with you guys about the Sixers and how bad they are. <laughs> so let's talk about good tastes in our mouths. Mm, hey, yes. <laughs> you posed this question earlier. This is a s- amazing segue, by the way. Someone needs to sponsor this pod, but. Let's talk about what would our last meal on death row be? I think this is a question that Vinny posed yesterday. And um, yeah, let's dive into that. Wait, can I ask a question first? Oh, yes. You go first, ahead. Yeah. How much food are you allowed to get on death row? Apparently, you're allowed to get as many meals as you want. It's not like one meal. But for maybe the premise of this question, if you had to pick just one, I mean, you, know, you can give us three. You can give us all right. three. I think that's all right. All right. All right. Hmm. I mean... My first thought goes to fried chicken. Where Where is it from? Ooh, that's a tough one. I I feel like I haven't I, I haven't reached the pinnacle of fried chicken. Like I'm still on that <laughs> I'm on that climb, but like everywhere you go, the fried chicken is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the amount of places that have bad fried chicken is like not that high. And mm. even if it's bad fried chicken, it's still fried chicken, so it still tastes right. good. Right. But you yeah, I have, like I have, that grocery store fried things. chicken is delicious. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's still good. Anyways, so I haven't found the the apex fried chicken, but you know, any restaurant's fried chicken is good to me. Honestly. Wow. All right. Number one. <laughs> number two. I want some barbecue. This this is very meat centric, by the way. Also, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably, you know, like I always envision what like Franklin's barbecue t- brisket tastes like, but I've never had it, so I don't know if it's that good as what I'm imagining. But you know, if it's my last meal, I, you know, I wanna I wanna see what it's all about. So I probably I probably hey, go. You're, t- you're, you're taking you're taking chances on your last meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. It's like any like, store's run, fried run, chicken. Run of the mill brisket at a barbecue spot. It's pretty good. So, like, imagine how good the real thing could be. So we're saying, like, basically, if Ben was categorizing your foods, right, and I'm, I'm not trying to like just judge everything you're saying right now. Right. My, the way I can kind of picture it is, you're picking foods that have like a high, you know, high floor, you know. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe not like not like, i want to say it's high floor and high ceiling because it seems like exactly what you're describing you know like you can't get a bad version of it ex- exactly but it could be amazing like the I, best I, version of that thing could be incredible i will say that brisket does have it's not a high floor it's not a high floor beat yeah there are definitely low floor briskets out there. right but i'm i'm saying that because i've had good brisket and franklin's is known to have the best it can only be better than mm. the good brisket that I've had. Therefore, that's definitely like super high ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. I would agree. You yeah, make an interesting you know, GM. It's, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Franklin's though, Ben, because we this whole trip may get canceled. But I was planning on going out to Austin in like May with Shannon's family. That was just going to be like a little trip after Memorial Day. 
but I, did, I wasn't going to be willing to wait in line. I knew none of them were also going to want to wait in line with me for like six hours to get Franklin's. But they have this thing where if you can order at a minimum five pounds worth of barbecue in advance, <laughs> and you can do this like a month or so in advance, then you can skip the line and like go to the back and just like pick up the barbecue on the day Ooh. that you pick. That's a, that's a pro tip if you ever try to go. All right, five pounds. No, that's not much. Yeah, I mean, five we can pounds do that. Easy. Easy. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I think right. I, I actually I don't even know how much that would actually be. I really don't know. I mean, I feel like we can crush one pound of meat e- each easily. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like uh, I could pack down meat. I mean, this yeah. would have been just for me though. Maybe maybe Shannon's dad would have shared it with me, but he was against the idea of waiting in line. Right. I mean, that's understandable. I mean, plus it five is. pounds of meat versus a six-hour wait. I take the five pounds of meat any day of the week. It's a. But I, I checked the prices. I know this is sounds somewhat ridiculous, but it's ludicrous, right? It's, yeah, no. The brisket is twenty five dollars a pound. Just wanted to throw that out there. Wow. Yeah. No. So this this is going to be pricey. Yes. Yeah. But I thought I mix it up. I don't think I would get just brisket. I think they do. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Number three. Third meal. Ooh. See, this is the third one is tough because. You kind of you kind of want to go back to something like rice, for example, because like you can't just have all meat. You need a little rice, but like rice is in itself is not completely a meal. So maybe I would have like rice with something else, but I don't know what that something else would be. I've also considered just like the best mangoes of all time, but um, I don't know if I. Could, it depends on what time of year I'm in death row because <laughs> if, if it's off season, like you don't want those mangoes. So, I love these. I love these. <laughs> I mean, the third thing I was thinking is some sort of pork belly, but I haven't like. I don't know if it's like my favorite thing ever, you know. So maybe I'll just I'll just stick to those two and rice. Mm. Yeah, I'll take those three. It's like a whole pot of rice. Yeah. I did. I mean, no, I mean, but honestly, you could do, like, the whole, like, scoop of butter with some soy sauce on top of it with an egg. Whoa, scoop of butter? Like a... Little yeah, I don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how I feel about the butter. What? Personally. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't know if I've ever put butter on my, like... Just, like... Jasmine rice, dude. Right. Dude, I mean... If, all right, I, give it a shot. <laughs> do, like, a, like, a, not even, like, maybe, like, a quarter tea tablespoon or whatever. The, you know those little markings on the stick of butter? Just gonna do a little slice... Uh-huh. Throw it on there, egg, soy sauce. Game changer. Like, I know, sorry to throw this term around again. I know white people put butter on their rice, but like, (laughs) I guess this could get at the idea that we're all somewhat Asian fusion, but like, I don't know how I feel about just putting butter on rice. Yeah, I don't know. Damn, am I a race trader? <laughs> for me, following, I, would, I would try it though. You're right. If it's good, if it's good, I'm gonna try it. I'm not gonna knock it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I've had buttered rice. It's good, but I, I think I still prefer the original. Just, just plain. Yeah. Good choices all, all around. Wait, like what that. did you guys pick? Just curious. Yeah, Joe, what, what, how about you, man? I think I kind of gave a little bit of an answer, but you, you got some? All right. First, a large bowl of jajangmyeon. Yeah, large bowl of jajangmyeon. Nice. Um, and then second, 
I would like takdori tang, my favorite chicken stew. That comes with a bowl of rice. Um, and then third, um, my mom makes these like mean chicken wings. Like I haven't had, she has, actually hasn't cooked them in like maybe like five, six years. But like I ate them all the time when I was a kid. I think that's probably what was on Ben's plate um, <laughs> in that photo. But like my mom makes these great chicken wings. So I'd probably, that would probably be my third one. And naturally, the first Thank two you. come with all the normal Korean side dishes, like kimchi, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Dang, dude, right off the top, that was quick. That was. Quick. Dude, I'm ready to die. Wow. <laughs> <I'm> ready. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, quick three for me. I, I think I, I'm like changing my answers as we're talking because, like, I was like, boom, that's a great idea, Ben. Like, yeah, fried chicken sounds delicious. So, um, one of the foods I probably eat the most of. I think it was like the summer of my freshman year and like all of the money that I had earned that summer was going into Cafe Soho's uh, spicy Korean chicken wing. So mm. I think that's naturally the top three food for me. And like, especially now that I can't have it all the time, when I do, dude, it hits. <laughs> like a little pickled radish as a side. Yes. Oh. Nice. Can I get the extra bowl of rice for a dollar? And let me just tell you, I think Korean places are only places that charge you for uh, for an extra bowl of rice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't see that anywhere else, dude. Why is that? But you gotta be I, Korean, uh, man. They yeah. give it to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> I should just, I should just pretend you're right. Um, but yeah, I, I, so yeah, the Cafe Soho wings, uh, spicy only. They have other flavors, but you only get the spicy there, man. You don't mess around. Um, also, there's this like noodle soup dish from another place in Philly um, called Nam Yang, and they, it's like a seafood soup um, called Hutiu, and it's also a Cambodian, so they, they have their own, own own word for it. It's like the Phnom Penh noodle, but I don't know who owns it, man. Whatever. <laughs> it's absolutely delicious. I've been having it since I was a kid. They have like slices of like um, like seafood. I don't even know what that is. It's like a seafood cake thing, uh, like a fish cake. Like a fish cake. cake is, like, yeah. The word I'm looking for. Got some shrimp in there, some pork belly, um, some ground pork as well. And it's just a really savory broth. So that's like one of my favorite dishes. And I recently was, I mean, for a guy that loves rice so much, I'm surprising myself that I picked the noodle dish. Um, but it yeah. really is incredible and it's always good. Like, um, But that was a tough one, man. And then the last dish, I would say, it's something that my mom made when I was a guy growing up a lot. I've used this answer and I think it's pretty solid. It's like, a, it's a simple like egg patty on top of rice with some soy sauce and sometimes you like put in some uh i guess they're like chives i don't i forget what the, they're not quite like green onions but there's like these long green uh herbs or whatever so sometimes you'll slice that in there but i ate that a million times i think that was probably like my favorite food growing up so i could probably eat that um it's definitely one of the, the last meals before i get the chair you know <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like there are so many options that you would want that it's just hard to choose three because when you're talking about like philly then i remembered that my favorite restaurant in philly growing up was golden city and so i would get like the chicken the in, shrimp in, like, combo thing. like that golden city yeah yeah <laughs> so i'd probably get like the you know like the shrimp on top chicken on the bottom Yo, <laughs> why have we never talked about that, dude? That's like my favorite thing that they don't have anywhere else, dude. I know. Like, like, where we, is call, this we call dish? it sesame chicken, but they 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 know what they know what it is, right? But dude, I yeah. know that you even had that food. That like, we had that every well for any like Vietnamese wedding. I had it at mine, like when yeah. we had it at Golden City, and then um, 
Dude, that's that's incredible. I love that. Wait, is is that dish like is it a Chinese dish? I have no idea where they came up with this. I've never seen it anywhere else. <laughs> I've never else. seen it anywhere else in my life, Joe. I don't know if we're describing this correctly. It's like a layer of like it's all kind of fr- I guess fried into imagine like a I don't know, almost like chicken parm like thickness, but no no cheese or anything. We're just talking like a layer of like sesame seeds fried over ground shrimp as the first layer and then the bottom layer is like chicken breast. You know? I'm pretty sure it's white meat too, but either way. Yeah, I think it's white meat, but yeah. Wow. I'm starving right now. But yeah. If I, sorry, if I yelled really loudly into the mic, it's, it's got super exciting because I don't know if Ben's ever shared this information with me. Do you know I went to Golden City all the time? Dude, Golden City. Every time I go home, we go to Golden City just for that dish because you can't get it anywhere else. How far away is that from Harrisburg? I'm just curious. <laughs> Dude, it would have been like 15 minutes from your old your old place in Blue, uh, Blue Bowl. Oh, yeah, um, definitely not North Wales or whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. But, but hey, you just want to... This is actually making me super hungry. Yeah? You want to get, like, moving along? What could you fuck, dog? LCB, what can you bang, LCB, y'all tell the world what LCB means. Louse, Cavoli, and Vietnamese. What could you fuck, dog? LCB, what can you bang, LCB, y'all tell the world what LCB means. Louse, Cavoli, and Vietnamese. I'm a G about mine. G about my set. G about my hood. If you try to disrespect, young knucklehead, motherfucker, down on the block. Figure out like I think Ben asked a good question. Like I, I don't even know if this is a Chinese dish. You know, like a lot of the questions that we ask here, like the same thing. Like we don't realize what's really authentic, who owns what. You know, like. And at this point, I think what we were talking about last night, Vinny, is that like we were trying to like there's like a part of us that's trying to protect the foods that we know, and like of the ethnicity that like it belongs to. Because that's who we think or like to pretend who that we are. And then it makes me wonder, how much do we actually know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I to kind of make this into like something that um, Ben, you can like chew on, I guess, is like, <laughs> do, do you even care? Like, do you like, do you, <laughs> yeah, like, do you even care if someone's like, oh man, like I love just general shows, like I love Chinese food, like that's. That's the best, you know. Like, does that does that just hit you anyway? I'm not, I'm not even kind of like trying to set you up either. Like, right, right. Um, um, my opinion, <laughs> I think it depends on how they say it. So, mm. like, if they say I like General Tso's chicken, I like Chinese food. Like, if you combine those two sentences into one coherent thought, then I have an issue because that's not really Chinese food. Right. But if they say they like General Tso's chicken, that's great. You know, like I like general. Yeah, right. Same. But like, I think there becomes like a, I don't know, like a. There's like a some sort of delineation between like Panda Express and like, <laughs> like more traditional Chinese food. I guess. And I think a lot of people who are uneducated about food, or at least Chinese food, just automatically assume that that's what Chinese food is, when in reality it's not. So. I guess it's it's more of like an education thing rather than like a um like do I like it or do I not like it type of thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, well, it's funny. 
You go first, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, no, I, I, I was talking to Vinny about this last night, too, after we finished recording the last one. But one of the things that struck me was, like, the realization that whenever I take, whenever I go out and get, like, Korean food with, like, non-Korean people, and, like, say it's, like, a Korean fusion joint or something, you know, where it's not quite, like, authentic Korean food. And then they're like, oh, man, this is great. This tastes so good. And then there's a part of, like, at, like every single time, like, I love that they enjoy the food. And then I always go, like, wait till you try the real thing, you know? And there's a part of me that, like, always has to, like, somehow stick up for, like, oh, like, you think this is good, you know? Like, wait till you have, like, authentic Korean food, you know? And, like, I'm always, like, just trying to advocate for it. And, like, it's just this unconscious reaction that I always have. Yeah. Kind of like you were saying, too, Joe. You're like, oh, you know, you think this is spicy. Like, wait till you have, the, you know, yeah. this, is, <laughs> this is what spice really is, man, you know? Yeah, do you ever do that? But yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I think the main issue. Sorry, I think the main issue with just like the people who know the traditional food, like you have to know people who know that, or else right. you'll you think what you're getting is like you know authentic or traditional or whatever. When in reality, it may not be. But I think the idea that you can just like. I think the idea that the food is good regardless of whether it's traditional or not is like, like, isn't the point of food that it tastes good? It doesn't necessarily have to be traditional, but it's, it's just like an education thing where, again, back to the general says, like, general says tastes good, but uh, if you, I like wouldn't call it Chinese food, I would probably call it like Chinese fusion or Chinese American or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's its own thing, but like, I guess even sometimes though, people, they'll never really, I mean, in those little pockets that we have even across America, like that might be their only exposure to any version of Chinese food. There may not ever even be an authentic option, even though I would say like most college campuses, if they offer that, I, I, David Chang had an episode, I think on Ugly Delicious or one of those cooking shows where they talked about how they, they do have an authentic menu and like the people that come in wanting that, like maybe they have uh, traditional people or like people that, like you said, know the food. They would call in advance and ask for it because they have to really prepare it uh, right. for them because they're, they're not usually like set up that way. So it's like a, not like an obscure ask, but they kind of just cater towards the market that they're around. So they'll make the food that they think they will like or they are already used to. Um, but the kind of quick story I wanted to talk about, like you know, General says is an example for you guys, and maybe Joe, you talked about the Korean fusion aspect of it. But like for me with Vietnamese food. If anyone ever hears like, oh, Vinny, like you cook Vietnamese, like I love pho, like they're, they're that's their always like their first idea because like people will, will that, that's like the number one food in their mind that they would say that's Vietnamese, it's, it's only pho and like, you know, maybe that they don't have anything else. And that's a great thing because I think my, my head doesn't go back around to be like, I don't, I don't, it's not a, a point of contention for me to like correct them or to say like, hey, there's, there's so many more, like my, my, my default answer is I was like, great, like I'm glad you're eating Vietnamese, you know, like. I'm just happy that you're doing that. What you're eating after that, I don't know if I can control. Or like if you can even ha- like, or even handle, you know. Um, but I'm I'm happy to show you, right? Like I'm I'm always also really excited if I do cook for like friends and stuff that I'm trying to explain what I'm making or like you know sh- the fact that I'm showing you anything at all. And if it tastes good, like that's all that matters too. Like I'm always very very proud of that. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting point because I think we all kind of have our own, not like struggle, but like, I guess our own personal stories about our own unique, um, cultural food, you know? It makes me wonder, are we Chinese takeout? 
Oh shit. Ex- wait, explain yourself. So like, <laughs> we're not like. I mean, I know speaking for myself, like, I don't consider myself like authentically Korean because I'm Korean American, right? And then you had labeled like you're like, oh, like maybe we should just label like Chinese takeout food as Chinese American, not as Chinese food, you know? Right, right. And like. I am essentially what fusion food would be if it were a person. (laughs) (laughs) And so like now it's making me question the fact that I've been gatekeeping a culture that I don't really belong to. (laughs) You know, like I bet Korean people are like, bro, like it's not even yours, man. Like stop trying to. Yeah, I was imagining. Yeah, imagine that situation where like you're, you're telling your friends like, oh, this isn't. Imagine if you had some real Korean food. Do you think like if you wanted to, if you had like Korean family over and then you were showing them what your authentic Korean experience was, they'd say to you, Joe, like, hey, man, <laughs> wait till you try real Korean, Korean food. <laughs> I, I think every culture does that, dude. Not like, especially not Asian too. Like, right? We do it with our own regions. Like, oh, this is not a Philly cheesesteak, you know? Like, imagine <laughs> if you had an actual one. Like, go back, go back to Philly and like. For, there is some truth in that. I'm not gonna just be like a snob because for whatever reason, people can't replicate a, what seems like a really simple recipe <laughs> anywhere, dude. Like, just get the bread right. You know, chop the steak up a certain way. Use onions, cheese. Don't put peppers and mushrooms. All that other random garbage. You can on the and then cook it in want. Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be cooked in Philly and shipped over to you. Yeah. But no, that's so. That's that's like honestly a great. I never thought of it that way too. It's like. <laughs> Are we Chinese? Take, are we like, because we are just a combination of all these ideas, com- both American and of our own respective culture, um, while, without fully being either. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're Chinese takeout, bro. Like, <laughs> Ben, how do you feel about that? The, the concept of Chinese takeout is like the people who are cooking the Chinese takeout don't actually want to eat the Chinese takeout. Do you know what I'm Ooh. saying? So like, well, like, but, but then they present it to the market as a different than what they want to be so i guess the question is like are we the people who are cooking the chinese takeout or are we the people that's our parents that, right that, yeah <laughs> exactly the parent yeah so like or are we like the actual meal itself or like the customer i don't know well i know for sure ben's looking like a snack so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Sorry, I just derailed so, this, but like, uh, we're saying, are really we the customer, the, sh- the cook, or the actual product? Right, right. Because, right. like, do we present ourselves so that we're more appealing to everyone else? Because, like, we're, we live in America, so mm. you don't want to just, like, you know, like, I've, I've definitely just, like, made fun of, like, Chinese students who only hang out with Chinese people. But, like, why do they only hang out with Chinese people? Why don't they want to hang out with, like, us? You know what I'm saying? But, like, so like, is that them like protecting their own culture, or is that them just being more comfortable in that culture, whereas we are more comfortable in the American culture? And like, are we like so like I guess are we not like are we stuck in between two cultures, or are we just like I don't know like a fusion event if that makes sense? So I don't know. Like I was telling Vinny about this earlier too, but like we're. St- yeah, we're like, for me, I see myself as like trapped between two worlds, right? And so that's why I find the majority of my friend groups are Korean Americans, or like Asian Americans, right? Like the second generation, just like you guys, right? And so like, 
because we're all just kind of stuck or like we're just kind of hanging out in the middle and so like that's where we find our comfort you know because like right no one else really gets us and then so like if i hang out with like exclusively non-koreans there's like a bit of a learning curve that has to happen like, <laughs> hey man don't say this kind of stuff please <laughs> like or, or like you know just get like them getting used to me like you know having to remind them constantly to take their fucking shoes off in my house <laughs> like you know like, <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff but then like i'm not like quite korean enough for the korean kids like so like when i was in pet uh, at college i didn't hang out with the fobs as much just because like my Korean's not nearly as good as theirs um like i can understand like 95 percent of what they're saying but like it's hard for me to respond and like i don't know it's just it's just different you know and so i get the comfort thing and like yeah and it's like hard and like i would say we're closer to fusion just in the sense that like we're able to assimilate well enough with everybody right yeah i think you can i think we have that ability i'm not speaking for all of us but like maybe to perhaps play both sides you know like as far as being very vietnamese or very you know taiwanese um half chinese <laughs> or korean like when it comes to it maybe like our own family settings because when we're at home we're a certain way, but as soon as we leave the house or if we're like in a more public setting, I think it's just a testament to talk about how we all became friends and our common bond. I mean, we all happen to be Asian, but I feel like it definitely was a comfort there. Like, yeah, even introducing our other friend Nish, like we we all we hung out all the time, and um, I don't know. There's just like there's no we don't have to explain yourself as much. You don't have to like. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I felt uncomfortable at times, but when I'm, when I am hanging out with like my non-Asian friends. A lot of the times, like even if they make it like a slight joke, I'm like, ah, you know, like it bugs me. I'm like, I'm not in my feelings about it entirely, but I feel like the fact that I need to like experience this, I'm like, ah, you know, it would be easier if I just hung out with a bunch of <laughs> Asian Americans. Yeah. This would be a much simpler life for me. And it's funny, my first experience outside of like high school when we left and everything, like I never really had a lot of other like Vietnamese, like you know, other friends. I know you might have gone, you guys had your own communities or I feel like I was probably surrounded by a lot more like Chinese Americans too, just yeah. with where, where we grew up. Um, and then Joe, you might have had church, but like my family, well, not there was a lot of Vietnamese people or not. I didn't get a lot of exposure to that until I went to college. And like, that was, that was insane, man. Like, I love that because I feel like all of a sudden we have this like shared history, even though we're all a little bit different, but like there's small things like what you ate growing up and everything like that didn't have to be explained. I always like to kind of talk about the experience of going to dim sum, whether you do it with your Asian friends or if you do it with a bunch of non-Asian friends. And it's like so much more work. You're like explaining what everything is. Like they don't understand the, 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 the what's the word, the intensity of like being able to make quick decisions and just order yeah. right there. You know, it's a very intimidating experience otherwise. But if you're like, yeah, sometimes you're like worrying about, oh, I don't know if they like, I don't know if they like get rid of chicken feed, you know, or they'd be gross yeah. or they're like, just right. like slander the people that they're even getting food from. Um, that whole word vomit, I'm not sure where I was really heading with that. But just to say that, I probably more lean towards the fact that like, that's why we can identify or, or like, we're trying to maybe define this own identity as Asian American, um, because we do still share so much regardless of what our, you know, individual ethnicities are, where our parents came from. Um, there's still that commonality, but it's, it's still so different too. But people on the outside, I don't think they don't, they, don't, they look at us and you just see Asian, right? They don't see yeah, American. Right, yeah. They don't, they don't leap to that unless you're like a politician. <laughs> I think we're the product. I think we're the, I think we are the product. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I was just going to say that um, 
I feel like when I go to like China or Taiwan, this is probably a language thing, but I don't really feel that comfortable there either. And like this, this is like a anecdote, I guess, of that experience. But like I used to play basketball Sunday mornings, and I would bring my white friend, and then every Sunday morning it was just like ten straight from China people. But then because I was Asian. They would like let me play with them, and then they would let me play with my white friend. But then at some point, my white friend, I think, just got too uncomfortable because everyone was just speaking Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so then he just stopped showing up. I was like, "Oh, this is probably a mistake." So now we play at night on the weekdays. But uh, anyways, yeah, I feel like there's there's some sort of like I always feel like a little bit of like a bridge kind of between like real like. From China or whatever, and from America, it's like not quite in either place. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's weird being in that one and a half zone because, like, yeah. When I when I do go back to like, or when I don't know when I was in Japan, what I really enjoyed though was like the anonymity. Is it like you walk out the door, and like if you were to see me out here in like the states, if I was to be like, hey, like if someone's like, hey, describe Joe for me, they'd be like, oh, he's that tall Asian guy, you know. But then when I'm in Japan, like if you were to ask some stranger to describe me, they'd be like, oh, it's the tall guy. Right. And so you just lose the qualifier of just being Asian. Right. And like at that point, you're just seen for just being tall. Right. And like, I don't know, it's nice to not be considered. It's like weird. The fact that I wouldn't want to be like considered Asian, even though I am. But like it's just different when someone else just calls you Asian, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's weird. Right. Cause like, yeah, well, I mean, it's like pointing out that you're different when like you've been just going about your everyday life. Mm-hmm. But like the question is like, if we're if we're trying to establish Asian American identity, then is it is it a good thing that we're being called? I guess it's better if they said Asian American. But like, right? You know, yeah. I guess that's the delineation there. And like, I don't know, like. If I see, like, a black person on the street, Hispanic person on the street, like, I don't assume that they're from anywhere else, right? I've talked about this with Vinny on the pod before, too, where it's, like, you just kind of assume that they're American, you know? But then when I see another Asian person on the street, I generally don't assume that they're American. Like, it's, like, kind of 50-50 in my mind, you know? I mean, it's obviously depending on how they dress and, like, who they're hanging out with and how their, yeah. friend, their friends are dressed. But, like... Right. Um, <laughs> They're taking a lot of photos, like they could just be some Instagram guy or like an actual tourist. You don't know, you know, it's tough. Every every right. agent's got a camera these days, but um, but like, yeah. And so it's like these weird things where it's like you're, you you even have to question yourself, you know. Um, and so like, if we are trying to establish that identity, for me as an Asian American, I would want to be seen first as an American, then as an Asian American, you know. And like that's the ultimate goal for myself. I have a an interesting thought. Like while we were kind of just going through this, um, have you guys ever just been called like whitewashed or like yeah, like a I've banana been, I've or something that. like that? You know what I mean? Like white Twinkie. inside, yellow on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you ever gotten that, Ben? Uh, a little bit less. Because uh, uh, you're really good at Chinese, aren't right? You? No, no, that that is what? not. I'm pretty bad at Chinese. Um, get out of here uh, I feel like, no, like compared to like Bo I'm not gonna say his last name Bo Han um, like my Chinese is not that good this, I think I don't know if Joe knows who Bo Han is but anyways like my Chinese I 
because my parents growing up, we never really spoke Chinese in the house. Like they would speak to me in Chinese, but then I would respond in English or in Chinglish. So, like my Chinese in general is not very good. But I can like understand things. But that that's that again is like why would I go to China or go to Taiwan? There's like some level of uncomfortability because I can't really talk to them. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of. I did the same thing back at home. I think it wasn't maybe till like like grew up like as, like as I got older, I wanted to speak more Vietnamese. But I really was primarily just like I understood more than I could speak it. Um, I only had surface level conversations with most of my extended family, so I feel like I don't really even know those people. Like. Yeah. So it was just like, hi, how are you? you know? I'm like, oh, you know, New Year's. I'm like, you know, took my number and like that's it. Just give me my money, and then I <laughs> walk <laughs> walk away. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, tell me about your day. Like, well, what was your favorite childhood memory? Like, I don't know these people too. It's kind of like sad to a certain. Give me that red envelope. Um, give me that give me red that money. Give me that money. But for it in general, man, it's like I, that's, I think that's an interesting part when we talk about like maybe being like Asian American or like identifying as this fusion piece because not to say there are. With anything, there's like not pros and cons. I don't want to even want to frame it that way. But I think it's just, it's just this tricky part of like being okay with it, I guess. And like for any other point, I guess the group as a whole hasn't existed, and because we are so different, I mean, I'm maybe going down a different rabbit hole here. Um, I, I I do think about it often, I guess. And sometimes, like I think I find myself not thinking about how Asian I am. I'm just going about my everyday life. Uh, Everything seems to be okay. But right, the more we yeah. talk about it, I'm like, oh, geez, is this a problem? Like, should I be talking about this more? So it's I don't know. I think that's the question we're all trying to answer, right? Well, I'm doing this podcast, so I think I know where I stand on this. Yeah, very true. Ben's on. I'm on. We're on the same boat. <laughs> yeah. And talking about blend, blending in, by the way, Joe, or even Ben, we talk about going to uh, back to Taiwan or China. Um, we can we can we can actually replicate that experience by just going to like your local Asian grocery, man. Just being <laughs> being amongst your peers, <laughs> and they're all different types of Asian people too. I know in Japan it's like you know you're full Japanese people. I, I always make this joke with Shannon, and Shannon uh, is my wife, who's who's white. She's a <laughs> Irish American, you know. Um, but it's it's funny because like I always like play around like when I do see like I'm used to seeing only other Asian people. At the grocery store, but when I do see like pockets of other <laughs> Asians, I'm like, I look, I look over at Shannon, I'm like, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. You know what I mean? But I was, I'm happy. It's the same thing. I'm happy that they're sharing this experience with us. That they're not too intimidated by having like that fresh seafood section with live fish. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's totally unapologetic. Nobody is hiding. You know what I mean? It's like a, just a a free place, Asian grocery. Yeah. You can get everything. Yeah. And like, unlike restaurants, you don't have to like be that Asian advocate for like the food, you know, it's like, Oh, well, like, no, no, just try it. I'm telling you like yeah. this blood sausage is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, yeah, I think if you do see them at the grocery store, like just like pockets of like white people or black people or Hispanic or anybody really, um, That means they're just kind of there of their own volition and no like Asian friends dragging them along. And so like, right. I appreciate that. I do. Uh, but yeah, Ben, I, I really like that question that you posed. Yeah. Earlier <laughs> What are we, the product or the chef? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the parents I are the chef. Back to but... that yeah, the parents are the chef and the customer is what, America? Like, just yeah, it's America. American yeah, people. Yeah. 
The question is, do they like what they eat? <laughs> now that's the next question. Are they, do they enjoy this food? <laughs> oh my god. Not right now. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest in this current climate, not right now. Oh. Mm, good point the there. It's hot. Hot. But yeah. No, this is a. Uh, I feel like this has been a good good discussion. Um, I like I like where this pod ended up, and I, I like what Ben was able to bring to the pod. I wow. think this is definitely going to keep happening. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was an audition tape, Ben. You're going to be replacing me. All right. <laughs> wow, wow. I, I don't know if we'll, I can handle we'll that. Send you a, we'll send you a fresh mic. All right. Just... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> ben, when's your birthday? Uh, it's, uh, it's in, it's in uh, the summer. It's in the summer. Can't give too many personal details out here. Okay, uh, I'll just look it up on Facebook, but it's in the summer, which sure. means that's coming up. So be expecting a mic in the mail, my friend. All right, all right. Good to know, good to know. Yeah, dude, I think Ben should definitely be a regular regular uh, spot on the pod. <laughs> I, I can give some more hot takes when uh, when basketball's back. Can find me back. Oh, actually, fuck. Actually, yeah, I forgot about what happened earlier. The pod bends <laughs> out again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think now is probably a pretty decent time to wrap up. Vinny, Ben, you guys have any last thoughts? Uh, I want to just say that feel free to uh, get some takeout at your favorite restaurant during this. Uh, local. Yeah, at your favorite local restaurant. Yesterday, I went to uh, a Lao place um, in San Diego. Great, great food. Um, so yeah, just just try to keep them open. You know. So it's a tough time for everyone. That's all. Absolutely. Vinny, any yeah. final death row thoughts? Oh, death row. I wouldn't change a thing. You know, definitely want some more of my mom's home cooking. Um, but uh, kind of, the, I, I like the, the same same vein as what Ben was talking about. I mean, a lot of places are still offering curbside, you know, takeout and especially uh i can't really pinpoint who's struggling more than others but i think as a whole if you can even donate if you're not comfortable going to these restaurants and getting food cooked by somebody else there are like relief funds out there so for all the workers that are getting laid off if you can actually contribute by gift cards um really do what you can because like we don't know what this is going to look like some of these restaurants may not be able to come back or recover from this so support your your local businesses i'm all about it all right ben i'm going to coach you in how we end this pod so what I'm going to do is uh, Vinny, Vinny can go and say, hey, thanks for listening, right? He's going to say, I'm Vinny. I'm going to say, I'm Joe. And then you're going to throw in, I'm Ben. All and right. then we all hit, please stay with us in unison after you say, I'm Ben. Wait, wait, wait. How's that work? Wait, wait, say that again. Say the last part again. Oh, wait, actually, in that order, say, I could say, say one word. Is, yeah. Yes. So Vinny will say, please, and then I'll say, stay. And then in unison, we say with us, or should Ben just say with us? Unison sounds good. All right, let's do it. Or no, how about he says with, and then we say us in unison. Boom. We all got Ooh, I like that. I like that. Dude, I'm just letting and you know ben, that there's like a there's like a noticeable lag, so it might just sound terrible. But Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll fix it. We'll, we'll, all right, all right. Post-prod, right. baby. Post-prod. Okay, okay. Fix and post. All right, everyone. Well, this has been... An episode of the Perfect Three Asians podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Vinny. I'm Joe. 
I'll bet. Please stay with us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now, dumbfounded. All right. All right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I put them on the way, but today I'm feeling I'm washed. glad I uh, was able to help you all out. It was pretty fun. I feel so ancient, they say Asian don't raise it Went from young and the dangerous to making all of my payments When I get wasted as shit, it take two days to get fixed They ask me what's your skin regimen, bitch, I drank like a fish I done did everything, anything, all of my teens Uppers and downers and all in between Gave lovers the boot and giving them rings From baggy to skinny with all of my jeans Fifteen seconds of shine, turned into six seconds on a vine Now it's real fake in real time, acting hella extra on a line Little homie flexing, that's cute They see my mural like, that's you, old man, but Anything brand new, better cuff your girl, I still pull I'm on my business, y'all start wars I'm Michael Jackson eating popcorn But keep testing and talk more I'll send that ass to the chalkboard I put them on the way But today I'm feeling washed And off my game And I feel my age Never played it SAFE and I never let it stress me Shoot my shot like Smith and Wesson Up until they come arrest me Again, um, what's your name again? Hmm. Used to